Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. He gives me joy down deep in my soul. Deep in my soul. We bless God on tonight. Amen for the beauty. Amen in our brokenness. True love instead of pain. Freedom because he captured us. Amen. Glory to God. Joy instead of mourning. Amen. And we're grateful because he gives us joy. Down deep in our soul. Amen. I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this. Amen. He is truly amazing. And we give God all praise, all glory, all honor. Amen. And we give Him the glory because truly there is none like Him. Amen. On tonight. And God is simply amazing. Amen, and I give him um, all the praise for all that he has done, all that he is doing, and for the things he's getting ready to do, um, even on tonight. Amen, we welcome you to another edition of Fresh Fire Sunday Night Live. I am your host and the visionary, and Prophet B.K. Thompson. Amen, and we are grateful unto God for each of you, amen, that have joined us on tonight. We're excited and anticipating everything that God has in store for us, amen, on tonight. Truly, God has been um, good to us all week long, amen, and we can't help but bless name of the Lord, amen, on tonight, I tell you, amen, if I couldn't say a word on tonight, I would literally have to wave my hands because he has truly been that good, amen, that you just literally can't help yourself because he has truly been amazing um, all weekend long, and I truly thank him. Um, even for little of his spirit all day today, um, I truly don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this. Amen. But I'm grateful and I'm thankful unto God. Amen. Because and there is none like him. Amen. Um, God is so good. Bless him on tonight. Amen. Um, we're excited for um word that's getting ready to come forth on tonight. Praise God for um, our speaker of the hour in the person of Pastor um, Nardo Paget, all the way from Columbus, Georgia, New Vision, Prophetic Ministries. Amen. Um, we are just Excited, amen, and ready to see what 
Kevin has to stay on tonight. Amen. And um, we're just ecstatic, ready to um, hear what God has to say um, on tonight. And I give God glory for him, amen, accepting the invitation on this afternoon, amen, to come to minister, amen, on tonight. Um, Before we go any further, we're going to open in prayer. And we're going to open the line if there's anyone um, that has any prayer requests on tonight. Um, And feel free to leave your prayer requests at this time. Amen. Anyone on tonight with a prayer request, you can feel free to leave them at this time. Amen. Um, if there are no uh, special prayer requests on tonight, um, I'm going to ask um, my sister, Prophetess uh, Gibbons, if she will open us up in prayer on tonight. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless you, God, and we give you glory. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We thank you, kind Father, for being so good in this day. All day we have sat with you in this day, God, and we thank you. We thank you, God, how you did it in this day, God. From the very beginning of the day, Father God, you commanded our morning. You commanded our day. You commanded the night, God. So we thank you. We thank you for yet this hour once again that we come, Father God, just to give you glory once again, just to hear from heaven once again, God. God, we thank you for how you're going to do it, how you're going to feed us right now, Father God, a right now word for right now, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being all that we need in this hour and feeding us at this hour, God. Oh, bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for the man of God that has that you have prepared a, a, a ready word, Father God. Glory to your name, God. We thank you for his life, Father God. We thank you for his life, God. Give it over to you, God, and doing your will, God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Now make him as a ready pen, Father God, for the writer that he is. God, we thank you. Glory to your name, God, that the word that's in his belly, Father God, will free us, deliver us, and set us free, God. God, we bless you. We thank you for every life that's on this line, Father God. Oh, glory be unto your name, that they came, Father God, expecting, expecting, expecting from you, God. Oh, God, so we're expecting, Father God, to do what you do, Father God. Glory be unto your name. We thank you now. 
Oh, glory be unto your name, God. We lift up this one, Father God, that is continued in the way of you, Father God, with this ministry that you've given unto him, Father God. Oh, God, strengthen them now, Father God, as you call them to strengthen Moses, Father God. Send those, Father God, that will uh, hold up his arms, Father God, yet again, Father God. We thank you. We thank you for his life, Father God, and anything that he stands in need of right now, God. We ask you to be a right now, God, for him, Father God, that your timing will be acceptable. We bless you and we give you glory in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you, we thank you, and we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God, amen, for Prophetess Gibbons opening us up in prayer on tonight. Amen. Um, those of you who are just coming on, please forgive me. Um, I had forgot to change the code uh, from last week on the text message. Um, we had difficulties, and we had to switch uh, to another line on last week. Amen. But we're grateful to God that we had no difficulties on tonight. So that was my fault. Um, please forgive me. Um, those of you who... Um, I just coming on, um, I had failed to um, read the text uh, in full before I sent you all the text, amen, letting you know that we were back on our regular line on tonight, amen. Um, we truly praise God, as I forth stated, um, for uh, just his manifold blessings that he has bestowed unto us. Um, God is so amazing and I give him praise I give him glory and I give him honor um if I just uh took time to tell you uh everything that God has done and things that he's doing um I could be here all night long but uh just briefly I will share uh with you before I open the floor for anyone else that may have a testimony um we were on New New Vision, uh, Vision Hour of Power a couple of weeks ago, and um, I've been in charge the past couple of Fridays, and um, and we, we weren't going to be in church last night, and then Tara was asked to minister and dance, and I was asked to emcee at um, one of my sister's concerts um, that we, we had missed last night as well, but... Um, Pastor Erica um, Paget had prophesied to me about how God was getting ready to release finances and how um, God was getting ready to open financial doors and people was getting ready to send blessings from <clears throat> different areas. And um, I'm telling you, we are a week away from um, the Fresh Fire explosion, um, actually a week from Thursday. And um, and in the beginning, uh, we had a, um, we had a budget we had to meet of close to $600. And I said, God, <clears throat> I said, um, I need you to move. Um, I need you to make a way. And there was a lot of other uh, things that I had been praying about and seeking God and 
um, I'm the type of person that I will go to God and and I will fleece God and I will I will ask God to give me a sign and show me this and show me that and um, God began to answer prayers and God began to open doors and um, and then all of a sudden um, out the blue money just started coming in um, from various places and when I tell you um, People just started calling and saying, well, um, take your cash app and and how much do you need? And uh, one lady called the other day and said, when you get out of church Sunday, which was today, stop by my house because um, the Lord led me to give you $150 towards uh, your explosion. And I'm telling you, God has literally been blowing our minds. And so I thank and praise God because when he gives you a vision, he promised us in his word he will provide provision for the vision. Hallelujah. And I'm grateful unto God because so many times the enemy uh, will, will try to come and tell us what, uh, what God has not said and what God has not done and what he has not showed us. Oh, God, help me tonight. But I'm grateful unto God, hallelujah, because he has literally been moving and making ways and opening doors, and I can't help but bless the name of the Lord. We went from needing close to $600 uh, down to needing $100. Amen. As of today, uh, we only need $100. And we'll be at everything we need to 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 go into the explosion and give God praise. The church is covered, Amen. Um, hotel rooms are covered, Amen. We just have a um, hundred dollars we need to to uh, to complete uh, what we need. And I'm telling you, God has been absolutely amazing. And I give God glory. I give God praise um, for the word that Pastor Erica spoke and how God has literally been bringing things to pass with a snap of our finger. Just like that, a snap of your finger. This past Thursday night, uh, we had to go to Beckley and we had to preach. First time we were ever asked to minister together um, for a conference, Um, we had to tag team minister. And the power of God moved in an awesome way. And Tara ministered about Ruth and Naomi. It was a broken pieces conference. Tara had preached about Ruth and Naomi. And the Lord had given me a word from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And my message was the broken pieces are producing a miracle. And the power of God fell. And the Lord really began to move. And we got out of church, and we went to get in the car, and our car would not start. The car would not start. We were in Beckley an hour away from home over on Green Street, Evangelist Betty Lewis. And um, we had uh, called the pastor from the church back over there. She had brought the church van, and uh, they had put jumper cables on, and this mechanic came over and looked at the car, and the, they was 
thinking, well, it might be the starter, it might be this, it might be that. Every light on the dashboard would come on, the radio would come on, um, the lights came on, but the car would not crank, it would not turn over, it would not start, it wouldn't do anything. And I was like, God, what in the world? So my sister said, I guarantee you that car will start tomorrow. So she carried us home Thursday night. Friday, we got a ride back to Beckley to the car. My dad came and got us. We got back to Beckley and got in the car Friday afternoon. The car started right up. So we were referred to this garage to go have the car checked. And when we got to the garage, <coughs> um, they pulled it in and the well, b- before they pulled it in, Tara had left the car running and went in, and the man said, I don't know if we can get to your car today. We got to see. So he went in the garage, and there, there was a guy just standing there doing nothing, and he gave him the paperwork and the key, and he said, here. The man came back out, and he said, well, we're getting ready to check your car now. I said, wow, okay. So the man put the car on the machine, did the diagnostics, were out in the parking lot, um, standing next to my dad's car talking to him, and then a friend came up and was talking. And next thing you know, he comes out the garage and he parks the car and Tara said, what's the damage? What's going on? And the man uh, that we first spoke to came out the door with this printout, and he looked at Tara and he, and he said, ma'am, he said, we checked everything. They took wires off and cleaned them and put them back on and tightened them and we checked your battery, your starter, your alternator. We checked everything um, on your car. And the diagnostic machine said there was nothing wrong with your vehicle. And I said, God, I don't know what transpired from last night until today. Now, the church we was at was, was called God's House of Miracles. And we had to move the car off the street on the slab right by the church, like right next to the church. I said, God, I don't know if the enemy was mad because of the service we had just had and how the anointing moved. I don't know if you came in and did a divine miracle while the car was sitting there overnight. But all I know is, is I'm grateful unto God because we had just put $650 in that car last week, having to have uh, new um, ignition coils and new uh, spark plugs put in the car. And I'm telling you, I give God praise and I give God glory because, listen, I, like I say, I don't know what or how, who went aware. But I know that God moved in a phenomenal way, and I give him glory and I give him praise because ever since we got that car off that church uh, lot right there, we have had no issues. The car has started. It has ran perfectly, and I am grateful unto God um, in this season for everything he has done. We have had a phenomenal weekend, and it pays to serve God. I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this. 
I'm telling you, from Thursday night up until service this morning, God has blessed us tremendously all weekend long, and I'm grateful unto God for all that he has done. And I'm telling you, he's amazing. Um, It's just amazing to see everything uh, that is transpiring, and we're excited, amen, at the goodness of God because truly, as I always say, I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this. Amen, and we bless him on tonight. Um, At this time, we're going to open the floor. If there's anyone uh, on the line that has a praise report or a testimony, God bless each of you that are on the line on tonight. Those of you who have just joined, we greet you in the name of Jesus, every five-fold ministry gift. We praise God for you, you, and you. Amen. Um, If you have a praise report or a testimony, feel free to share your praise report and or testimony at this time. Amen. Um, God is great. Amen. Pop up like popcorn. We don't want to, amen, uh, drag too long on tonight because I do believe that the man of God has, amen, a word for the people of God on tonight. Amen. Who will be the first? Amen. Everybody must be ready for the word. Bless the Lord. Praise God on tonight. Amen. Um, We praise God for Mother Carter. Amen. Elder uh, Teresa Coleman, God bless you. Um, Praise God for you. Um, Praise God for, as I said, our cousin evangelist, Betty Lewis. Um, We praise God for uh, Prophetess Gibbons, Pastor Jackie Harrington, uh, Sister Trish. Um, Roberts, um, thank God for you. Um, just each and every one that's on the line. Um, we are excited on tonight to have this awesome man of God um, on the line um, all the way from the great city and state of Columbus, Georgia, um, in the person of Pastor uh, Renardo Paget, the senior pastor, um, alongside his wife of New Vision Prophetic Ministries, Amen. Um, we're grateful to God for Kingdom Connections in this season, and we're grateful for what he is doing um, in them, with them, and through them. Um, it's, it's just amazing uh, to see what God is doing um, there in Columbus, Georgia, and, and all that God has done and continues to do. Amen. And if you've never heard this man of God um, minister, on the line, amen, you are in for a treat, amen, um, he has a very unique style of ministry, but he comes with a powerful, um, revelatory, rhema word from the Lord, and I do believe, amen, that he has a word tonight that's going to bless your soul, um, so without further ado, amen, we want him to come, amen, and have his liberty, and let God use him on tonight, amen, so I introduce the son and present to others, God's mouthpiece for this hour in the person of Pastor Renardo Paget, God's people, God's people, Pastor Renardo Paget, take your liberty, man of God. Thank you, sir. Uh, bless you, man of God, for the opportunity tonight um, to come before God's people um, and release what God has to say to his people. Amen. Um, Amen. So today I'm going to just kind of be echoing a little bit from what, what, I, what I ministered on this morning. Amen. 
um, when the man of God hit me up and asked me if I would speak tonight, um, you know, I was kind of like, Lord, I don't know what to say. And, you know, I kind of asked God, hey, God, what is there that you want me to say to your people in this particular season that we're in right now? Amen. Um, and I didn't hear anything. Um, and I kind of got with my wife. I said, babe, I don't know what I'm gonna, what I'm going to talk about. Amen. And my wife said, just talk about what you talked about this morning because um, it'll bless somebody. Amen. So I'm going to kind of echo what, what we ministered on this morning um, in our Sunday service this morning. Amen. Um, so I pray that, that you guys open up your listening ear. Um, I'm more of a teacher um, when I minister. Amen. Um, just to make sure everybody has a clear understanding of what God is saying in this season of our life right now. Amen. Uh, this morning, I ministered on the watchman. Um, that's something that we all should be familiar with. Um, the Bible says God has watchmen on the wall. Um, and, and we have to understand, um, all of us, if you're in the ministry, if you're, five, if you're a part of the fivefold ministry, if you're, if you're attached to the body of Christ, then you're considered a watchman. Um, and we're going to kind of elaborate a little bit on that. And then we're going to understand as as me being a watchman, what are my responsibilities? Uh, am I being effective as a watchman, um, or or am I neglecting my duties as a watchman? Amen. Um, so we're going to kind of elaborate on that, just to make sure that that we're being effective at what we're doing in the kingdom of God. Um, so let me kind of let me kind of break things down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I, I know the question some people might ask: Hey, what is a watchman? Um, I read about it in the Bible, but what is a watchman? Um, and the Hebrew translation of watchman is one who looks out, one who watches, one who spies. So the job of a watchman is to look out. Um, and and the responsibilities of a watchman, amen, is the, the responsibilities of a watchman is to watch, to alert. Um, also to protect the town, city, group, or people. Um, they also look out from surprise attacks from different enemies, and they also look out for potential danger. Um, so if if I'm a watchman on the wall, my job is to continuously look. The Bible says watch as well as pray. My job as a watchman is to is to watch. My job is to guard. So so let's let's just say me as being a pastor, amen, my job is to guard the sheep. So anytime I see the enemy coming, my job as a pastor or as a watchman is to sound the alarm and let the sheep know, hey, the enemy is coming, amen. So so we have to understand that if we consider ourselves a watchman, we must be watching, we must be alert, and we must be in the position of protecting the body of Christ, amen. Um, one example that I want to give us is if we look at Jonah. Um, Jonah was a prophet, amen, um, in the Bible. And a, a watchman is also a prophet also, amen. Um, and a watchman will give a warning. And if we if we look at the story of Jonah, Jonah was, God told him to go down to the city of Nineveh, amen, and give them the warning that they had to repent and turn away from their sins in 40 days or he'd destroy the city. And, and if we understand Nineveh, Nineveh was a city that was full of perversion. Um, it was a it was a city that was full of they had a lot of evil stuff going on in that particular city, amen. Um, so God said, Hey, I want you to go deliver this word to this city. Issue a warning to the city. They have forty days to change their ways, or I'm gonna destroy the city. And 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 the profound thing about it was 
the man of God went down there and spoke what God told him to deliver to the city. And the Bible said that once he delivered, once he delivered the word that God gave him, the warning that God told him to the city, the Bible said every, everything in that city stopped. Everything stopped. Nobody ate. Even the animals weren't allowed to eat anything. And a change came about in the city just off a warning, just off a watchman opened up his mouth and delivered what God told him to, to deliver. Amen. Um, so, so we have to understand that watchmen in the Old Testament were usually prophets. Amen. Now, when we carry on over into the New Testament, the Bible teaches us in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7, that spiritual leaders have watchmen responsibilities. So if I'm a part, part of the fivefold ministry, if I'm, a, if I'm an apostle, a teacher, you know, evangelist, blase, 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 if I'm a part of the fivefold ministry, I have the responsibilities of a watchman. And God is going to hold me accountable for me doing the job that, that I have not only been picked to do, but the job that I have accepted in me doing. And, and the example I'm going to give you is if we go to a physical job, let's just say if your physical job is, is a manager or, or, you know, you're a server or whatever it is, when you started your job, there was a certain set of, uh, of responsibilities and duties that were given to you. You know, if I'm a manager, they, might, they may have said, hey, you're, you're, you're responsible for this many employees. You're responsible for training them. Make sure they do, make sure they do that. So there's a certain amount of responsibilities that I had to do in order for me to keep my job, amen, in order for me to be successful. And if I fail or if I, or if I neglect to do what's required of me, then I'm fired, amen. And so as a watchman, there's a certain set of duties and responsibilities God has imparted into us as watchmen. And if we're neglecting our duties or if we fail to do our, our, or if we fail to do our due diligence as we should do, there's going to be repercussions for it. And that's what I'm getting ready to talk about. Amen. Um, so if you have your Bibles with you, we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. And I'm going to go to verse 33. And I'm going to read 1 through 9. Once again, this is going to be Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 1 through 9. Amen. And I'm coming out the New Living Translation. Amen. The Bible says it this way. It says, it says, once again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, give your people this message. When I bring an army against a country, the people of that land choose one of their own to be a watchman. And when the watchman sees the enemy coming, he sounds the alarm to warn the people. If those who hear the alarm refuse to take action, it is their own fault if they die. They heard the alarm but ignored it, so their responsibility is theirs. If they would have listened to the warning, they could have saved their, their lives. But if the watchman sees the enemy coming, does not sound the alarm to warn the people, he is responsible for their captivity. If they die in their sins, but I will hold the watchman responsible for their deaths. Now, son of man, I'm making you a watchman for the people of Israel. Therefore, listen to what I say and warn them for me. If I announce that some wicked people are sure to die and you fail to tell them to change their ways and they die in their sin, I will hold you responsible for their death. But if you warn them to repent and they don't repent, they will die in sin, but you will be saved. The amazing thing about this particular text right here, amen, is the text is telling us our job as watchmen, our job as leader, our job as, as people being attached to the body of Christ, amen. God says, Whenever the enemy comes in, 
Amen. And we sound the alert. And people don't change. The Bible say it's their fault. The Bible say whatever's coming to them, they're gonna get it. But the Bible as being the body of Christ. Me as being a watchman on the wall. If it's time for me to sound the alarm and I fail to do it, I fail to be in the right place at the right time when it's time for me to sound the alarm. And if they die in their sin, God said he's going to hold me accountable. He's going to hold me accountable, even though they're sinning. You know, a lot of times we, we, we say, well, they, they was full of sin, they died. But the Bible says it here. If I'm a watchman on the wall and I fail to sound the alarm when the enemy comes, and that man or woman, that sheep die in their sin, he's going to hold me accountable for being out of place. So tonight, I beg a question to ask anybody on the line that professes to be a watchman. Are you, on, are you on your duty? Are you standing at the wall as you should be doing? Are you in the right place that you should be in? Are you putting your hand to the plow and looking back? Are you are you are you in a are, are you in a season where you like God? I, I want to do the right thing, God, but but evil's always present. Or or God, I want to do the right thing, but I'm going through this, I'm going through that, God. And right now, I can't give you the time that I need to give you. A lot of us have blood on our hands. A lot of us have. There's a lot of people that have passed. There's a lot of people that have went astray because God told you sound the alarm, but you weren't in the right place to hear. It. My Lord. And God said you're gonna be held accountable for their blood. And like I tell, and I always tell people, I said the scripture when the Bible says that in this day, a lot of people are going to say, I did this, I did that in your name. There's different sins that's going to get us kicked out. But I truly believe it. what I'm reading about tonight or what I'm speaking on tonight is going to be one of the reasons why we don't make it in. A lot of us have blood on our hands and we don't even know it. A lot of us should have been in a certain place, should have ministered to somebody, should have said something that should have been said. But since we weren't in the place that we need to be in, we failed to give them a word. And they went home and committed suicide. They went home and did something that they should not have did. They died in the car accident. And it's on us because we said we were watchmen. We said that we covered them. We said that, 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 that God operates in us, that, that God is using us in this season. But we failed to alert them. And tonight, if you're, if you're in a place that you should not be in, if you're doing things that have you out of place, out of season, yes. if you're tied up and bound up in certain things, and you say that you're a leader, if you say you're a man or woman of God, tonight is the night that we need to take a self-evaluation. Yes. Because I hate for you to be like what the scripture says and for God to be telling you, man or woman of God, go tell somebody this or, or go, go give this warning here like he did Jonah or go do this, and you fail to miss out on the, what God told you to do. Because their blood will be on your hands. So tonight, tonight, I just want us to take a self-evaluation because all of us can find ourselves somewhere in the midst of the word. Amen. The, the Bible also tells us here in Isaiah uh -huh. chapter 56, verse 10 through 12. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 10 through 12. And the word puts it this way. It says, for the leader of my people, the Lord watchmen, his shepherds are blind and ignorant. They are like silent watchdogs. They give no warning when danger comes. They lay around sleeping and dreaming like greedy dogs. They're never satisfied. 
They are ignorant shepherds, all following their own path and intent on personal gain. Come, they say, let's get some wine and have a party. Let's all get drunk. And then tomorrow we'll do the same thing and have even a bigger party. God, God is saying he has leaders. He has watchmen and shepherds that should be tending to the flock that's not on post. They have went a the, the military calls it AWOL when you're not on your post. A lot of us have went AWOL. A, a, a lot of us are in a place that we should not be in. A, a lot of us are, are have our hand in the cookie jar when it shouldn't be in there. A lot of us have things in the closet that should not be in the closet. And God is, God, it's almost like when God told Adam, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, I'm hiding. A lot of us have a hidden sin in our life that's causing us not to be in the place that we should be in. A, a lot of us are, 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 are in, a lot of us, are, like the Bible say, sin, sin has its pleasure mo- moments. A lot of us are still enjoying sin and we should be saved by now. The Bible said they lay around sleeping and dreaming like greedy dogs, never being satisfied. God, God put us over his flock. God told us, bring the people in and nurture his flock. But instead of us nurturing the flock, we're taking away from the flock. We're causing division amongst the flock. Amen. And God said he's going to deal with us. This word that I'm giving today is going to deal with both the shepherd and the sheep. But right now I'm dealing with the shepherd. A lot of times we don't deal with the head. We only deal with the rest of the body. But, but the body, all parts of the body are needed just like the head is needed. Amen. So sometimes we have to go deal with the head and then we can work our way to the rest of the body. That's it. So tonight, right now, I'm dealing with the head. As the head, a lot of us have gotten so accustomed to titles, have got so accustomed to position, have got so accustomed to, to people catering to us that we have gotten out of place. That, that, that we don't hear from God the way we should hear from God. Amen. We don't move the way we should move. Amen. And God said that you're going to be in trouble when the time comes. And I'm telling you to sound the alarm. My Lord. But you're not in a place where you can hear my voice. Jesus. Because God said sin stinks in my nostril. So there's going to be a time if we keep sinning, there's going to be a separation. And God said, when I'm calling out to you, you can't hear my voice. And what's going to happen is you're going to cause somebody to miss out. You're going to cause somebody to fall astray. You're going to cause somebody to lose their life. And God said their blood will be on your hands. Their life will be on your hands. That's it. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7, 17, I'm sorry. Hebrews 13, verse 17. This warning right here is going to be for the sheep. The Bible says it like this. The Bible says, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls. They are accountable to God. Give them reason to do it with joy and not sorrow. That will certainly not benefit you. What the scripture was saying here is, as a watchman, as a leader over your soul, God said, don't let me do it and be in sorrow. Don't grieve me being a leader over you. Don't grieve me being a leader caring for your soul. And a lot of us as sheep, we have grieved a lot of leaders. 
A lot of us as sheep, we haven't prayed for our pastor. A lot of us as sheep, we haven't tended to the ministry the way we should have. We, we have this gimme, gimme um, attitude that, hey, as long as you're supplying, as long as you're giving me what I need, you don't deserve anything in return, amen? amen. And, and God saying, it's, it's, it's going to be a scary thing for you to grieve your leader and cause them to sorrow. I truly believe a lot of people that have left the ministry, a lot of people that have walked away from churches, it wasn't just because the ministry was bad. Some of the things is because we have caused so much sorrow to the leader. The leader poured into you. The leader loved you. The leader prayed for you. The leader, the leader did everything he could. But, but you offered nothing in return. You wanted everything, but you gave nothing. Uh-oh. And the Lord said that they, they're accountable for your soul. So guess what? That same day when the leader has to stand and give an account, God's going to deal with you also because God is going to say, turn away from me. I never knew you also. Because guess what? God going to say that leader that I gave you, that leader that I, that I gave you to watch off your soul that poured into you, God said you mistreated them. You caused them to go into sorrow. You caused them to almost give up being a watchman on the wall for my kingdom. Yes, Lord. And God going to say, turn away from me. I never knew you also. So we have to understand that this is a, the leader and the sheep. This is a together thing. The Bible tells us that a house divided against itself shall not stand. There's so much division when it comes to the body of Christ. There, there's division amongst the leaders and there's division amongst the, amongst the saints. And God said as long as this division comes into place, that it doesn't benefit neither party. But if we all can get on one accord, if we all can come together, the Bible speaks about the power of, the power of agreement. Amen. If we can all get on one accord, what, what happened to the men of God when they got in one room on one accord? The, the Bible said the Spirit of God fell into place. The reason why the Spirit of God didn't fall into place because we're not on one accord. Amen. There's division amongst amongst the territory. Amen. So so God gives us a warning tonight, even for the sheep, that if you have a good leader, that if you have a good watchman, that's tending to you, that's trying to keep you alive as a sheep, and you're getting out of line, and He's trying to put you back in into line with the rest of the flock. And God said, if you cause this this leader to 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 grieve, or if you cause him to go into sorrow. God said he's going to hold you accountable also. So, so, so tonight, God is dealing with both leader and he's dealing with both, he's dealing with both shepherd and sheep. God is telling the shepherd, hey, shepherd, if you're saying that, that you're called to this, this, this particular position or place that I have you in, God said it's, you better make sure that, that whenever I'm speaking, you better make sure that whenever I give you warning or when I'm telling you to sound the alarm, God said you better make sure that you do it. Because God said, if you do it, what I tell you to do it, if they're walking in sin, God said, it's going to be on there. But God said, if, if they're walking in sin, and I tell you to sound the alarm and you fail to do it, I don't care if they're in sin, you're still going to be held accountable. My Lord. So tonight, we need to take a self-evaluation of ourselves tonight and say, God, God, I have fell short in this place of my life. God, I felt short in that area of my life. God, whether you felt short as a leader, hey, God, you know what? Yeah, God, there have been some times in my life, God, that I, that I allowed different things to come in and cares of the world to cause me to be out of place. Yeah. And, God, I may have missed you in certain areas of my life. And, God, if I missed you in certain areas of my life, God, please, 
Wash the blood from my hands, God. God, help me tonight, God. Get into the right place, God, so I can love your people, God, and I can tend to the flock the way I should be. Or if you're the, or if you're the sheep and you say, God, you know what? God, if I left the wrong way or, God, if I, God, if I grieved the pastor and, God, they really cared for me, God, but I was, you know, I was in my own way and, God, I, I didn't at the moment in time, I really didn't care. I wasn't really focusing properly. God, help me in that area. Tonight, we, we, we should be getting on one accord. We should, be, we should be saying, God, God, I don't want to miss out on you, God. God, God I don't want to work on your vineyard and not reap the benefits. What's the point of me going out working hard on God's vineyard, me pulling people in, me saving people, getting healed and delivered and set free? And then when it's time for me to reap God's eternal with me, he never knew me. I don't, I don't want to run the race and can't cross the finish line. That's it. So, so, God, tonight, if it's me, God, if there's, God, if I'm falling short as the shepherd of the sheep, God, help me tonight, God. God, don't let me fall astray, God. God, don't let me, God. God, don't let me give up in the midst of the race, God. God, don't let, God, don't let me be in a place, God, and you're speaking, and I, and I fail to hear your voice, God, and call somebody to lose out. You know, I gave the example earlier of a, fi- of a firefighter. What a firefighter does. He stays at the firehouse, and he tends to the firehouse. If you drive past sometimes, you might see them washing the fire truck. You might see them mowing the yard, amen? But what they're doing is they're waiting on a, they're waiting on a certain siren. And, and when, they hear, when they hear the siren, the siren tells them it's time to go to work. It, it, it's time to go save somebody, amen? So they're looking, they're listening for a certain sound. So they're prepared, amen? Come on, watchmen. They're prepared. And they're waiting for a certain sound. Now it's time for me to go to work. Amen. But the pro- the thing about it is, in order for them to get that sound, somebody has to dial 911. Thank you, I can't hold the fireman liable for not tending to a fire and they didn't know it was there. That's it. That's it. So, so it takes for us to be in the right place for everybody to benefit. It takes for the leader to hear the alarm to warn the sheep. Come on, somebody. Yes, yes. It, it, it takes for it takes for me to be in the right place to warn you. Hey, the enemy is coming. Let's prepare. Let let's let's pull out our weapons and fight. Yes. But if nobody knows that the enemy is coming, how can we win the fight? That's right. That's right. So tonight, 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 we need to take a self evaluation. That's it. That's it. We need to take a self evaluation tonight. God told me that Jonah went to the city. And he warned them that they had 40 days to get it right. 40 days. You got 40 days to stop doing what sin you're doing. You got 40 days to kick that man or woman out your house. It shouldn't be there. You got 40 days to give up whatever addiction you have. You, you, have, you got 40 days to turn to me and seek my face. And God told me today, God, God said tonight, well, not tonight. God told me early this morning, God said, Renato, I'm giving you that Jonah spirit today to warn my people. That they better get their house in order. Everybody from the shepherd to the sheep, we better get it in order. God said he's sending a warning to the, to the body of Christ yeah. that if you're a watchman, if you're a sheep in the church, if you're a watchman, you better be on your, you better be standing at your, at your duty. And, and if you're a sheep in the church, you better be praying. That's it. God gave me that warning today to warn his people. So tonight, if you're out of place, Tonight, if you're saying, "Hey, I fell short somewhere," God, I, God, I don't want to, God, I don't want to go to sleep tonight, God, not knowing 
that a tomorrow is not isn't promising me that I won't make it into your kingdom. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, tonight I don't want to go to sleep, God. And God, I done fell short somewhere. And I'm snoring on the bed tonight, God. God, I, God, I don't want to go to sleep tonight, God. Not making sure everything in my life is in order. Because tomorrow's not promised. You know, we we make all these we make all these plans for for tomorrow and the next day. But truth be told, tomorrow's not promised. Amen. Tonight could be the last time I talk to y'all. I pray that it doesn't happen, but God God moves however he sees fit. But tomorrow's not promised. And we live our life as if tomorrow's promised to us. We we say we'll pray about it tomorrow. We'll deal, we'll deal with it tomorrow. But tomorrow's not promised. And if you miss this opportunity tonight to get your house in order, if you miss this opportunity tonight to take heed at the word God has given, when you stand in front of God, God going to say, my man servant, my watchman spoke that word on Brian Call and told you to get your house in order. But you failed to listen to what he told you. You failed to take heed at the word that he gave you. And he going to say, turn away from me. I never knew you. So tonight, if it's you, we don't mind praying with you. We don't mind giving you strength. We don't mind trying to point you in the right direction. Because we all go through situations. Sure. We all have trials and tribulations. Yeah. And, and, and I spoke about this earlier, about storms. Yeah. God told me weeks ago, God said, I send storms in, in people's lives. Because what the storm does is the storm breaks up things. The storm causes damage. And what happens is the reason why I'm breaking up, I'm breaking up some things that should be there in the first place. I'm breaking up some situations that's been having you out of place. I'm, I'm breaking up some things in your life that, yes, it don't feel comfortable. The storm doesn't feel good. It, the, 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 the destruction and, and, and the rebuilding phase isn't comfortable. But God said in the midst of the rebuilding phase, yes, I can fix some things that's been broken. I, I, can, I can get you back into that place that you haven't been in. But God said, I sent a storm. And, and the funny thing about us as people is we don't never like we don't like storms we don't we don't like trials and tribulations. But I have to beg you a different because it, it's the it, it's in the storms when I find God the most. It, it, it's in the place when I can't see my way out that I'm, I get my closeness to with God. Yes, it's it's when I'm sick on the hospital bed and the doctor walked away from me that I know God is a healer. It, it, it's it's when I'm at home. And I don't know, I'm going to pay my bills tomorrow that I find out that my God is a provider. So it's the storm situations and the, and the trial and tribulations when I find God the most and when I get the closest to him. Because if I had everything I need, what was there? What, what is there for me to, to, to pray to God for? I wouldn't have to pray to God until he give me what I already have. But it is when, I, when, I'm, when I'm broken and busted and disgusted and I don't see my way out that I find God the most. Amen. So, so we have to, we have to get to a place. When, when the Bible says that he, he, the Bible says he chastises those that he loves. Yeah. God is working this thing out for your good. Everything that happens, he's working it out for our good, even though we can't see it. But God said, in the end, you'll notice. When a, when a woman is giving birth and she's pushing her baby out in the midst of the pain and suffering, she, she's, not, she's not so much focused on this beautiful thing that's coming out. She's more focused on trying to get past the pain. That's it. It, it, it's, it's the doctor that has to tell her, hey, woman, keep pushing because I see your purpose. I, I understand that, that in the midst of this uh, of pushing and, 
and in the midst of the, the pain that you're going through, but I can see your purpose getting ready to come out. You can't see it, but I can see it now. See, from where you're at, you don't see your purpose coming out, but from where I'm sitting at, I can see it. So if you keep pushing, in a minute, you're going to see what I see. But, but you have to push through the pain to see your purpose. So tonight, we're, tonight we're trying to help somebody push past the pain to their purpose. And tonight, I am done. I pray that somebody was blessed tonight. I pray that something was said that can, that can make you really take a step back and think about, hey, God, am I, am I really doing things right, God? God, am I, am I really in the place that I should be in, oh, God? God, help me get into that place tonight, amen? But, but bless you. Thank you, man of God, for allowing me to come on tonight. And I pray that something was said that could be a blessing upon somebody's life. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We praise God on tonight for the word of God. And on the strength of the word, amen, is there anyone on tonight that would desire prayer and you found yourself in the word, amen, and you desire prayer um, while the spirit of God moving and while God is dealing with the hearts of the people on tonight, we know that this word didn't come just to be coming, but the word of God said he would not let his word return unto him void. So I heard the man of God say tonight that we should examine ourselves to make sure that we are where we need to be and that we're doing what we need to be doing, that we are that true watchman that God has called us to be. <clears throat> and so many times we find ourselves in places and in, and in situations and in predicaments to where um, we think, even as I ministered on Thursday night, we think that we have gotten set free. We think we've gotten delivered. We think that things are over, but some things are just lying dormant that we really haven't gotten set free from. We really haven't gotten delivered from things that, that, that we're still dealing with. They're just lying under the surface. But tonight, while you have an opportunity, if you're on the line and you know that you need prayer, you know that you need someone to reach out and touch and agree with you, don't leave this line the same way that you came. Reach out on tonight while you have an opportunity, while you have prayer warriors that will pray with you and pray for you because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all anything we could ask or think. So many times people use scare tactics in the body of Christ to scare you to the altar and to scare you into a place of, oh, God, let me run to the altar. But that's not what we're doing tonight. We're trying to get you to a place of freedom, a place of victory, a place where you can walk in the place where God would have you to be, heading towards your destiny. If 
you're on the line tonight and you need prayer, the floor is open. All you have to do is speak up. Amen. You're on mute. You can come off mute. We don't want anyone to leave here without the opportunity of getting prayer. Amen. Is there anyone who desires prayer for anything? Amen. If not, Father, we thank you on tonight for your word. God, we thank you for your manservant, God, who came on tonight, God, and so eloquently delivered, God, what you gave him, God, to deliver unto your people. Father, we thank you this night, God, that your word shall not return unto you void. Father, we pray this night for every individual, God, under the sound of my voice. Father, we pray this night. Lord God, that you would search us, O oh God, and know us. God, turn the light from heaven on us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, if there be anything in us, O oh God, that is not like you, God, take it out, God, and strengthen us, God. But it's our desire, God, to be the watchman, God, that you have called us to be. God, that we may be in position, God, in right standing, God, fortified and qualified to fulfill the assignment, God, that you've assigned to our hands. Father, we pray, God, this night in the name of Jesus, God, that you would give us the tenacity, oh God, to go forth and to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. God, that we will not take down, we will not give up or give in. God, that we won't buckle down under pressure. God, that, that we will stand tall and stand strong in the authority that you have given us, oh God, through and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Say to the Lord, rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You have no power or authority over God's people this night. We cancel every assignment, every plan, every plot, every scheme, every tactic. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we bind you and we cast you into hell where you belong. Never to return in this manner or in this fashion. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for victory over each and every individual. God, those that are dealing, God, those that are going through, God, those that are wrestling, God, those that, that, that may not have wanted to speak up, God, for fear of what somebody may say or fear of what somebody may think, God, fear of whatever the reason, God, because we know that your word did not come for naught. 
Father, tonight we pray, God, that you would cover each individual, God, in your blood. God, shield them with your love. Father, we thank you this night because you're a God that gives us opportunity, oh God, to come boldly before your throne. You're a God that gives us opportunity, Lord God, to get things straight that seem out of line, that may be out of order. God, we thank you, oh God, because you give us, God, that grace to come, oh God, and say, Daddy, love us, oh God. Daddy, I need you, God. Daddy, God, I pray now in the name of Jesus. God, for every fivefold ministry gift, every leader, every man and woman of God on this line tonight, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, for every leader, God, that may be having shortcomings, God, whatever the situation and or circumstance, God, I pray that you would blood cover right now in the name of Jesus. Increase their joy, God, for the joy of the Lord is their strength. I bind every witch and every warlock that would try to come and tear down and destroy the purpose and the destiny, God, that you have laid out for them. I thank you, O oh God, that they're going over and not under, above and never beneath, God, the victor and not the victim. Father, I pray now, God, even for your manservant, God, that you would restore the virtue, O oh God, that he has released into your people. We cancel every assignment of backlash and retaliation. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, continue, O oh God, to pour into him. Fortify him, God. Restore him, O oh God, for the assignments to come. We thank you, O oh God, for every word that you're birthing in him, God, to release to your people. Every download, God, every deposit, God, we bless your name. For Pastor Renato, God, for Pastor Erica Biasad, God, we thank you for the giants they are, God, right there in the city of Columbus, Georgia. Father, we pray, oh God, for new vision. God, we thank you for the great exploits, God, that you have done and that you continue to do. Thank you, oh God, for the things that are yet to be seen. Father, we glorify you this night, for there's none like you. God, I will never fail to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. But we decree and declare these things done, for we ask it through and by the blood covenant name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. We bless God on tonight. As I forestated for the word of God, we're going to open the floor for any of you that would like to greet the man of God on tonight with encouraging words. You may feel free to do so at this time. Amen.
Trying to everybody jump at once. Just want to say to the man of God, awesome word. Let God continue to use you, young man. Awesome word. Blessings to you. Bless you. Amen. Man of God, bless you for that word. Uh, I hear you when you say, um, in the midst of your pain. It makes so much sense because some people, the extent of their pain, it clouds their their uh, vision and it clouds them from seeing their purpose. So if you can push past the pain, the purpose is still there. It's there. So thank you for that wonderful word. Bless you, woman of God. Man, is there anyone else? I, I came on late tonight, but I enjoyed the word of God. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Glad to have you on tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I want to say I thoroughly enjoyed the word of God tonight. Amen. Coming from my wonderful husband. Amen. For truly, it has been an anointed word and a global word for the whole world. Amen. As we profess to be watchmen on the wall. Amen. We have to stand up and take charge and work as well as we're praying. Amen. And always be watching, be on the lookout because enemy, the enemy is coming in. Amen. And trying to tear up churches, trying to tear up homes. Amen. Trying to just tear down the kingdom of God. But we have to have some people that's going to stand up and be bold and say, for God, I live and for God, I'll die. Amen. To be able to stand out and look out amen, and see the enemy before he comes. Amen. So we can be blockers. Amen. So we can be who all that God has called us to be in this hour, in this season, because the church is indeed in a in a state. Amen. That it needs to be restored. It needs to be repaired. Amen. In order to have that, most houses, if you get a house, you need an alarm. Amen. Most people get those alarms. Amen. To go in that house to be secured. And the watchmen are the security um, system that we have in place for the body of Christ. Amen. And without your security system in place, the um, enemy will come in, amen, at all times of the night, all time of the day. But we need some people that are going to be sensitive to the spirit of God, sensitive to um, the spirit in general, to see what's going on, always looking, always having a watch out for what's coming, what's going in the city, what's going out of the city, what's coming in the church, what's going out of the church. We need people, amen, that's going to stand up. And be able to cry loud and spare not. We need people that are going to be able to see in the spirit and not 
so much of being entertained by the things of the world and entertained by every distraction that comes our way, be it in your house or whatever you're with your spouse or whatever, whatever it is, your job, whether Netflix and chill, whatever it is, we cannot be in a state in this season where we are distracted and off focus and out of, out of our, the will of God and off purpose. We have got to stand in this hour. It's more important now than ever as God is getting ready to prepare the house for his glory. God is getting ready to prepare the house and then for breakthroughs and the people to come in to receive. Amen. But also the enemy has a plan and he's been working strategically on a plan on how to break down the body of Christ. But we declare, amen, as we heard tonight, amen, I, I received it for myself as a rebuke from from the Lord himself to stand up and be watch, be a watchman, to stand up and be able to look. And if you have a position in the church, it's time to stand up and not just wear the title, but stand up and be who you say you're going to be. Be who God has called you to be, amen, in this hour. So I bless God for the word tonight coming from Pastor Patrick, amen, and all of you that are on the line tonight. God bless each and every one of you. Bless your lovely wife. Bless you, Pastor Erica. Amen. Is there anyone else? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I truly, truly, I love great teaching. I'm not going to say good. I love great teaching because even though you said in the beginning that God didn't give you anything, oh, you were already ready. You were already prepared. You gave, you gave it this morning so there was a residue left in your belly, and we had to, we had to receive that. So it, it's not always um, a word where it's going to make us holler, scream, and, and act crazy, you know, and we love all of that too. But we have to know exactly what God is saying and doing in this time. So I'm thankful for the teaching of this word, bringing it, bringing it back to our remembrance where our position is perfect time perfect time because people are looking at the pandemic as as such but it's a perfect time for us to get in a position get back into position staying on the wall yeah. staying there. so what a word giving you that you to labor you can tell how you labored through this word and for this word. And it is for right now. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I'm glad that you were able to give it. And your wife co-signed on it and said, yes, dear, this is what you go. <laughs> this is what you go give the people of God tonight. Cause that's exactly what we needed. A word, which is our weapon in this, in this present time. So I'm thankful that um, I was able to get on tonight. I haven't been able to get on, bruh, as much as possible, but I'm thankful that I got on tonight because now I, I have some ammunition. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because we, we are distracted by so many things right now, so many things. So this helps us to, you know, get, get your focus, get your focus, get your focus. Glory to God. Thank you, man of God, for being obedient. Bless you, woman of God. Bless you. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else? 
Amen. Um, not we praise God, man, for you. Um, as always, Pastor Renardo, we thank God for you. Um, always allowing the Lord to use you. Um, <clears throat> we we bless God for um, your style of ministry. Everybody has a um, uniquely different style of ministry, and um, I I love your style of ministry. Um, the, you are you are different, and um, in the way that you. Um, the way that you come forth is just um, awesome, and I thank God because um, so many times people get caught up in the say yeah, slap your neighbor, look down your road, jump over the pew, flip down the aisle, hallelujah. And sometimes that's great and that's good and it has its places, but um, sometimes uh, teach me, <laughs> talk to me. Amen. Break it down. <laughs> and um, I'm just grateful to God for um, your method of ministry and your style of ministry. Amen. Because, um, look, I I love preaching. I can hoop with, with the best of them when the Lord allows me to do so. Um, but I but I praise God for you and um, and the way that God uses you and um, continue. To do what you do, Amen. Don't change, and um, I just thank God for you um, coming on tonight. Um, I bless God for you and Pastor Erica at all times. Um, by way of announcements, um, tomorrow night <clears throat> I have been asked to minister on the. Conditions of the Heart um, conference line at um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, and the uh, visionary of that line is Evangelist Tanika Carson. Um, so tomorrow evening at 8 p.m., um, I will be ministering for Conditions of the Heart. Um, that dial-in number is 646-769-9900, and the conference ID is 25577. Um, Tomorrow evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, I will post that in Fresh Fire um, so that you all will be able to see that, and I will also... um, Send out text for those of you who want to join um, on tomorrow night. We will be um, with Conditions of the Heart, um, Evangelist Tanika Carson, um, Sister Tavia Davis, and Sister um, Chris Roberts. Amen. Um, A week from um, Thursday, we will be... um, Preparing for the opening night of our Fresh Fire Explosion um, in my hometown, the city of Beckley, West Virginia, at uh, Welcome Baptist Church, 206 8th Street um, in the city of Beckley, where uh, the pastor is Bishop D.F. and Evangelist um, 
Gloria Jean Allen. Um, the theme for this year is Reset, Refocus, Renew from Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Um, we kick off on Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. with Pastor Rasonia Herring and the um, New Dimensions Full Gospel Ministries, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, they will be with us all weekend long, and uh, we're excited uh, to have them uh, with us in the house um, next weekend. Amen. Uh, Pastor Rasonia is a dynamic woman of God. Um, if you've never heard her minister, you are in for a treat. Um, Friday night at 7.30 p.m., amen, our brother and friend, Apostle L. Donnell Sims from Oasis Church International, Decatur, Alabama, um, will be in the building delivering the word of the Lord, amen. Uh, we're excited uh, to have him in the city. Um, Saturday morning we will have our morning glory uh, worship and word explosion uh, we have three powerhouses that uh, we're going to turn loose and um, just let God do what he do um, in the persons of my wife, <clears throat> Prophetess Tara Thompson, uh, the great man of God you heard tonight, uh, Pastor Renato Paget, um, and Pastor Adrian Sims from Oasis uh, Center International, Decatur, Alabama. Um, then on Saturday night, my God from Zion, 6 p.m., we will have none other than Pastor Erica Paget uh, from New Visions Prophetic Ministry uh, in Columbus, Georgia, um, taking the sacred desk, amen, to uh, let God do what he does um, through her, amen, um, at 6 p.m. on Saturday evening. Um Sunday morning, morning worship will begin at 10.45 a.m. Um, not sure who's preaching on Sunday morning as of yet. Um, that's still up in the air. Um, the pastor said he didn't know if if, uh, if he was going to preach or he was going to put uh, somebody that was in town uh, up on the floor. Uh, he is known to do that, so uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, and then Sunday afternoon, um, yours truly is scheduled to close it out unless the Lord says otherwise. Amen. Um, hotel accommodations are uh, blocked at the Comfort Inn on Harper Park Drive. Um, they're in the city of Beckley, about 10 minutes from the church. Um, the hotel number directly is 304 255-5291. Please, if you have not reserved your um, hotel room, uh, please do so um, ASAP. Um, the hotel room block is full, but they are pulling rooms uh, from the hotel inventory, and you have until um, Wednesday, the day before, um, the explosion to reserve your rooms, and then they're cutting off the special rate. The discount rate is fifty nine ninety nine per night. Um, this is a newly uh, renovated and remodeled hotel. Very nice rooms. They are uh, very COVID cautious. 
very COVID conscious, should I say, um, very clean hotel, um, very nice, um, so uh, nothing to worry about there. The staff and management are very friendly and very um, cordial, and so um, we are grateful to God for them. Um, so please, ma'am, please, sir, if you've not reserved your room, please call the hotel directly and mention Fresh Fire Ministries to get the hotel discount rate uh, for next weekend. Amen. Uh, we are excited and ready to see what God is getting ready to do um, during the Fresh Fire explosion. Um, if you are unable to attend and you would like to sew into the explosion, you can do so via Cash App, dollar sign, Prophet BK1982. Um, you can also sew via PayPal, paypal.me forward slash Prophet BK Thompson. And um, every seed you sow goes directly into um, the um, Fresh Fire Explosion. Amen. We do praise God for each and every one of you that have sown um, thus far. Um, it's a tremendous um, and mind-blowing uh, blessing. I'm telling you, I have no words um, at all that God has done thus far. And for what he's getting ready to do, we have people uh, coming in um, next week from uh, South Carolina, um, as I stated, um, Alabama, Georgia, um, various places. Um, so we are just uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, various places coming in. And so we are excited um, about what God is getting ready to do Um we're just ready, amen. God has uh, really been blowing our minds, and um, I'm just elated and humbled at uh, at what God is getting ready to do um, next weekend. So if you are anywhere um, near around um, the West Virginia area, um, we even have uh, some possibly coming in from uh, the Tazewell, Virginia area, about a half an hour from um, Begley, amen So I am excited um, About what God is getting ready to do You don't want to miss um, Next weekend I'm telling you, God's going to meet us In an awesome way, amen um, If all hearts and minds are clear um, Is there anything left to our attention Any questions, um, any comments Any concerns Um, I do want to say um, we are already planning for our second annual um, Gathering of the Eagles Apostolic and Prophetic Summit um, in the spring. Um, and then this year was supposed to be our 10th year um, Fresh Fire Crusade. But due to the pandemic and um, not being able to uh, do some things that we desire to do. We are going to have a big celebration next year in October. Um, the Lord say the same, and we're still here. Amen. Um, we're going to have a, a big celebration next year um, celebrating. It'll be the 11th crusade, but it'll be um, our 10th year anniversary. So we're going to do some um, 
big things next year and have a celebration, and we're excited um, to see what God is going to do. Um, so keep your eyes and ears open as well um, for the summit in the spring as well as um, the 10th annual anniversary um, of the Fresh Fire Crusade um, for next year. Amen. Um, God is amazing. I'm telling you, I'm excited and ready um, to see what God is going to do. Um, I just, I'm just at a loss for words. But God is, God is great. Amen. And He is greatly to be praised. If our hearts and minds are clear and there's nothing else to claim our attention, um, we're going to turn you back into the hands of Pastor. Renardo Paget, that he may give us his last words and dismiss us from this place. Amen. 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 Um, before I exit off the line tonight, I, I do want to just give everybody a quick reminder. Um, just keep in mind that somebody's life is dependent on you being in the right place. Amen. Um, and and I'm gonna just remind you once again when I talk about Jonah and Nineveh, if Jonah never got to Nineveh a whole city would have been destroyed. So your somebody's life is dependent on you being in the right place and answering the call of God. So if I didn't say anything else tonight, just let that resonate on your spirit. Lord, help me get into the right place that I don't miss out because somebody's life is dependent on me getting into the place that I need to be in. Amen. Um, once again, Brian, we want to thank you, man of God, for allowing us to be on the call tonight, Prophet. Um, bless your wife also. Um, I'm going to do a quick prayer, amen, and I will be getting out your way, amen. God, thank you tonight, God, for allowing us, God, to come together as a family, God, touching and agreeing, God. God, we pray tonight, God, that what was said, God, God, allow us, God, to do a self-evaluation, God. And God, wherever, God, we're falling short at, God, tonight we pray, God, that you help us in that area of our life, God. God, allow us, God, to be fruitful, God. God, allow us, God, to be in a place, God, to where we can hear you speak, God, and answer the call, God. God, allow us, God, to, to love your people, God, as leaders, God, and, and even, God, as sheep, God. Allow us, God, God, to, to love, God, our shepherds, God, and, and care for them also, God. God, help us, God, in areas of our life, God, that we're falling short in, God. God, help us in, in the areas of sin, God. God, help us in the areas, God, of where we're just falling short, God, and and, God, we're battling, God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. And, God, we bind up, God, every demonic force, God, God, that's attached to us, God, any bondage, God, God, any, any incantation, God, any kind of demonic force, God, that's just working against your people tonight, God. God, we bind it up right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. And, God, we ask, God, to give us freedom, God, God, to be able, God, to operate, God. Give us freedom, God, that we may, we may be able, God, to hear your voice, God, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God. God, tonight, God, just, God, let it resonate on us tonight, God. God, let us, God, take a self-evaluation, God. God, and let us, God, just, just, God, get into the place that you called us to walk into, God. God, we love you, God. We thank you, God. We honor you, God. We praise you right now, God. In Jesus' most masterless name, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. May heaven smile upon you. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.